0: Welcome to another episode of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. My name is Max.
1: I'm Cassie.
2: And I'm
0: uh, George Collins. I'm another guy in the house.
1: Welcome back. Sorry,
0: this
2: Hello, my, George. Uh, my second appearance on uh, reporting on our good prophet, Zach.
1: Yes.
0: The Prophet Bagans, Long May He Be Remembered.
1: Oh, we also have a fourth guest, which is the Bean, who's laying on my lap.
0: She's being very peaceful for now. She's oh, so wow.
1: happy. She is like leaning backwards, blinking her eyes. She's in a very good mood right now. So, and she loved this episode. What did you think of it, George? Oh,
2: man. Uh, this is going to be an interesting one to unpack. Now, my impression, I, I haven't watched a ton of these. I've, uh, without. Without getting too ahead of ourselves here, but... Because y'all told me this was a series finale. Or not series, a season finale.
1: Well, Well, okay. Not quite. So, it's the last episode on our season six dvds which does not match up with the actual season six and further it's
0: not it's not actually the last episode on the dvds it's just the last one that we've gotten to on season six because we've been bouncing around a lot
1: yeah okay
0: because for man i mean
2: they all just seem so anti climactic with like everything that they do and it's just
1: like
2: like for all the hype it's like just raw hype and like no delivery on so much of this so but there's still quite a bit to unpack here so i I think we're still going to Get some good meat out of it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: We're going to the tour house in this episode, or as Zach occasionally refers to it, the tour house. Did y'all catch <laughs> this? He says it wrong. Yeah, twice. Kind of, kind of like Lewis and Clark,
2: right? How Clark spelled Sue like thirty-seven different ways, and I still don't think he got it right when they were uh, they were going out west. And you look in his journals, and and he tried it, like like damn it, Clark, he gave it a try, but you missed the mark. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, kind of like failing your driving test several times.
0: One of the things that we're treated, to, so Tour Torhouse, by the way, is in um Carmel, California, and one of the things we're treated with in the very opening of this show is a clip of Zach saying a question that I thought would be like important and like something that we come back to a lot, which is when they're not here, where do they go. <laughs> and of course we never come back to that question
1: <laughs> yeah. i
0: figured this is going to be the big question of the episode
1: well no it does get repeated later on we see the full context but it's one of his uh very long run-on sentence introspective supposed to be really deep
0: sounds deep but isn't
1: yeah uh a speeches about ghosts and how they operate but we'll get to that
0: this home was built and lived in by a poet named Robinson Jeffers. Have either of you heard of Robinson Jeffers before this episode? I have not.
2: You know, I hadn't either, but I'm not the most immersed in the poetry world. So, like, I, I uh, there's probably a lot of poets out there that I don't know about who could be more sure. prestigious than they seem. But, yeah, I did have to actually look the guy up. I mean, I, I didn't know him at first
0: glance. Did you find anything interesting? A
2: uh, little bit, actually. Not not just a poet, but also known as a, an icon of the environmental movement. Like earlier on, before it really exploded, pioneered this this whole thing of inhumanism, which I, I did know about that. Where it's it's the whole idea of like mankind being too self centered and too indifferent to like nature and things like that. It's
3: oh.
2: c- kind of like the um, Walden and, and and you know things like oh, that. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that does add a little bit of an interesting twist where it's like okay i actually would be interested to find out more about this guy of course they never dive into any of this in the episode but um no but yeah i mean maybe maybe a little bit more of a figure than uh than it appears you know where they were just maybe going after some obscure guy that no one's ever heard of but it's like well maybe jeffers actually meant something apparently he's had you know he's, he's been translated into different languages you know folks uh folks as far as like japan has have heard his stuff oh wow
1: yeah i i it- it would have I, I don't know. They they seem to focus mostly on his ghost writings in this episode. Like he, he wrote about himself being a ghost in the future, after he's dead, which the boys just gobbled on up they loved
0: pounced on it
2: It, especially and that's the thing because you listen to a lot of the stuff that they're citing and we'll we'll probably get into some of it but there is definitely nature imagery there like after I had learned what this guy was all about it's like okay yeah the, the, the way that he writes and the imagery he evoked it makes a lot of sense but but yeah, I mean, they they zero in entirely on the, uh, on the on the whole ghost thing. Because, you know, like you do if you're the prophet, Zach.
0: Yeah. So he actually wrote a poem called Ghost. And it's about, <laughs> in it, he predicts that in 50 years, someone will see his ghost here. And it's just a poem about that, about being a ghost 50 years after you're dead. The guys take it as a prophecy, more or less. That in 50 years, I will return and I will show myself specifically to a man walking a poodle.
1: Yes. Yeah. And Zach got all like connect the dots and talked about how, you know, he since he needed to get away from Las Vegas, he rented. Which he didn't
0: explain, by the way. He just says, I needed to get away from Las Vegas. (laughs) So I rented a house. Okay.
1: <laughs> and that near near the, the tour house and a, like a cabin, he brought his, his sweet pup and like had somebody take pictures of him in front of the place with his pup. And he's like making all these connections that he's the guy that that Jefferson was talking about. It's very
0: Charlie Kelly in that episode. Jefferson, sorry,
1: not Jefferson. Jeff
0: Robinson Jefferson. Jefferson. <laughs> it's like that Char- uh, episode of Always Sunny where Charlie and Matt get a job in an office, and then Charlie goes nuts trying to figure out Pepe <laughs> Sylvia. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so Zach's really, like, becoming the star in this episode. He's the man that... He's Jeffers. the guy in the poem. Yeah, he's the poem man. He's
2: even got those uh, got those El Cucuy sunglasses to show that, you know, he's, oh. he's the main man.
1: <laughs> God, he was wearing sunglasses inside the home. The whole
0: episode, practically.
1: Yeah, during... Oh, yeah, it just was dumb. And being super dramatic.
0: We meet a couple of interesting characters right off the bat. The first person we meet is Vince Hooth. And Vince is the Torhouse Foundation president, which I assume he means... I I assume that means he just, like, runs the place right now and, like, does fundraising for it and stuff like that. And he's kind of the, like, biographer in this episode. He tells us all about Robinson Jefferson's life. And he just seems like, uh like I don't know kind of Henry David Thoreau like you were saying like he just he got his degree and then he moved out into the wilderness and built his own house and that was it
1: that must be nice apparently yeah he came into inheritance money
0: had an inheritance so he bought a plot
1: and then he got to just be a poet for the rest of his life
2: See, here's the thing it's like you've got that premise and the fact that they cite his poetry as being about quote life death and man's place in our environment so okay we got a modern art student here just just like the the predecessor (laughs) to one of those right yeah no, how Good. I how I built my house with a few stones and a massive trust fund. I mean.
1: <laughs> 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 Must be the life.
2: Yeah, you know it.
1: So, did he get? Uh, was his work famous while he was alive, or after he was alive, or was it like a alive and unalive thing?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. I have no not idea. Unalive.
1: Because, like, I'm I'm curious if is as to if he actually made any income while he was alive, or if he literally just got to live off of that inheritance money.
2: I mean, just given given how poets tend to function, my guess would be the latter. Yeah. Not knock on poets. It's just you know, it's not always a very It's a lucrative
1: hard life.
2: Trait.
0: Well, I can't see Robinson Jeffers working at a fucking McDonald's.
1: You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't know about all of you out there, but like, it's hard being an artist. You you basically have to have a side job unless you're lucky. So, again, must have been nice. Uh, so, Jeffers
0: wasn't the only person that lived here. He lived here with Una. Una, sorry. He lived here with Una, which is the woman he married.
1: Right, uh, because it sounds like unicorns. And, and
0: there's unicorns all over the place. Because and she, she loves liked unicorns. Them. Yeah. And the Ghost Adventures crew tries to make unicorns creepy, which it doesn't, they're just (laughs) not. It's really
1: strange. They try to make everything creepy, and this really wasn't a creepy story at all. it was a really cool
0: place. It's
1: beautiful. Even the ghosts aren't creepy. There are no creepy ghosts. And they even, like, the people who take care of the place were talking briefly about how, well, they they, they pointed out a, a human skull that they had in their home that kind of has its own little cubby with a door a little closet a little closet and whoever was showing zach this skull was like oh yeah there are stories that know may have done seances but it was like totally you know speculative and just kind of folklore and zach just latched onto it yeah, his
2: his spider sense is tingling man it's like as soon as you say seance <laughs> it's like oh i'm in the zone let's let's yeah. let's dive in
1: so that was like aside from like reenactment you know images of of uh, an old or not an old I guess the young uh, Jeffers you know kind of a blurry video of of him some guy playing him the other type of footage that they'd show that was supposed to be historical would be images of yuna in her room doing seances but it's like like waving a
0: sage branch
1: and having like candles around in a circle and it's like that wasn't even like a verified thing it was just a maybe she did this she may have but then even one of the ladies who takes care of the place was like she wasn't really into magic
2: Sounds no, like- that—that's the thing. It's like when—when—when uh, when, when the great grandson, he's another guy who's there, and he's like telling the story about how, like his, his folks would, uh, you know, they both smoked, and so they'd be like, you know, go, go, go get the tobacco from the bedroom. And so he would go, you know, up there, and like I've been in a lot of old houses, so it's like, yeah, those things can be kind of creepy to walk through at times. And he's uh, describing walking back to the living room. It's like, oh, you know, I sw- there's something behind me. It feels like, you know, something's just on my tail or whatever. And the docent is just sitting there shaking her head, just kind of like, yeah. like this fucking guy. Like I-, I swear to God, this this fucking guy.
0: <laughs> it's like she totally was it just me? By it. the way, okay. So this was a great interview. I really want to talk about this interview. The the thing that jumped out at me. So we're talking to Kathleen and. And a- Angus? Angus? The man's name is spelled A E N G U S. So, like Angus, but with a, a A.
1: silent E. All you
0: linguists out there, help us out. Yeah, linguists write in insanely haunted podcast at gmail.com. Zach and the guys are nowhere to be seen during this interview. It's just Kathleen and yeah, Angus. Yeah, that
1: was very strange.
0: And was it just me? Or was Angus giving off like a really flirty vibe with Kathleen? Um, I felt like he was giving her the eyes.
1: Really? That's what it
0: seemed like to me.
1: I don't know. He, she struck me as very confident. Oh God, I'm just thinking about, oh God. George, have you ever seen the movie Waiting for Guffman?
2: No, I ain't seen that one.
1: Oh, damn it. Okay. Well, for any of you who have, you'll know what I'm talking about. But there's a scene. It's supposed to be like a small town theater troupe in a make-believe town in in Missouri called Blaine. And it's basically like a teeny tiny, very white bread Town in Missouri where the people like never move away. As
0: flyover as it gets. Basically. As flyover right. as it gets,
1: yeah. and they're doing a community theater thing for like the centennial of Blaine's.
0: Found- to a centennial.
1: Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> and like they think that they're going to Broadway with this, um like literally. So there's all these fake interviews with townspeople.
0: It's a fake documentary. I don't know if yeah, we've it's a fake that.
1: documentary. They're fake interviewing. The great, great granddaughter of the Blaine Faven, oh my. who discovered the town back in the pioneer days. And she's like, you know, it's it's not easy being a Faven, <laughs> like, just like <laughs> like kind of celebrity, but really not.
0: Like if you took her 50 miles in any direction she would not be a celebrity yeah she's only a celebrity here
1: in blaine and i imagine that's
0: how it is with angus also <laughs> angus probably thinks he's extremely cool when he's at the tour house
1: he was very well dressed and i'm wondering if Gee, maybe if maybe he's that. self-made or if he got some of that family inheritance
0: poet laureates you know well he probably didn't get there no oh robin but uh, yeah, so they talk a little bit about how it was creepy to live here as a child. You know,
1: now that you, s- now that I'm thinking about it, they did seem to have a weird connection. They had
0: a weird connection, and most of it was coming from Angus.
1: I thought I did- most of it was coming from the lady. Okay,
0: maybe we're just picking up on different signals. Okay, here. all right. Well,
1: <laughs> anyway, maybe they're just really close friends or something. Or I'm doing my
0: know. eyebrows. You can't see it, but I'm raising my <laughs> eyebrows suggestively. <laughs> Uh, we also meet Carol Dixon, who's an administrative assistant. Uh, Wait,
1: can we go back to yeah, this? Sure. Okay, <laughs> sorry. No, I was just gonna say, like, he was talking about, like, like. George, what you were saying, like, oh, when I was a little kid, you know, I'd have to go through the dark rooms and it was really scary. And I thought there was like a monster or something, something behind me, something going to grab me. Every child has that fear yeah, right, yeah. of dark yeah. rooms. I was scared of our bathroom. Like, like literally, when I was a kid, I don't, I, just because I watched Are You Afraid of the Dark all the time. And I was that, just.
0: The creepy meat monster from the pool. Very scary. Well, that
1: thing. Yeah, no, I just, I just. I always thought I always had this like dreaded fear that something was in the bathtub behind the shower curtain when I was taking a piss or taking shit. And and literally my entire childhood, I would use the toilet, wipe, you know, all that stuff. (laughs) And then I would shoot out of the room, flush the toilet quick. Wash my hands! <laughs> Run out of the bathroom! It was like a fight for my life to get out of there. That was my experience. <laughs> so I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, Mister. What's his name? I don't even remember. Uh, Angus Beefman.
0: A- M- Beefman.
1: Uh, it's probably not a ghost. You're probably just being a you kid just fine. with you're fears. You're yeah, not you special,
2: just- bro. You're not special. <laughs>
0: Uh, if it sounds like the the astute listener among you may recognize that we're not really talking too much about any ghost stuff, which, <laughs> you know how in Ghost Adventures you know it's going to be a boring lockdown when the investigation takes up I three quarters this of this thought, episode? I had thought the entire... This was, like, the most boring episode, aside well, from, like, a couple of really funny bits.
1: I thought that the history of the place was really cool. super cool, beautiful location. Beautiful Would location, love to go there. beautiful buildings. Yeah, I just want to hang out there, but... Like I don't want to po-
0: hang out there with Zach. The That's purpose the of these thing.
1: guys being there is, like, there's no purpose. Like there's They read nothing. the
0: poem. They read the poem, and they're like, we got to <laughs> do it. Which
1: we'll get to. Uh,
0: so, yeah, we're talking to Carol now, and Carol had this ghost experience with a ghost that really wanted Carol to buy a book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the book about Yuna, like, her her biography it keeps falling off the shelf, and then she's like, okay, I'll read it. And she reads it, and then That's it never, the the and then it never happens again.
2: Well, and that was the thing. It's like, why? What was the point of that? They never fleshed that out. It's like, okay, so you, you, I bought the book and I read it, and it's like, and it, I don't know. It was, it was well, it was well written. There was a type on page like fifty-two,
0: <laughs> but that was about it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is there the a ghost? ghost to that? Really
2: wants
0: those royalties from that sale. Yeah. One of the um, coolest places. If we're done talking about Carol, the riveting story that Carol told us. One of the coolest places on the Torhouse property is what they call Hawk Tower.
1: Which is a really, there's a really cute story behind the name. Yeah. Apparently when Jeffers was uh, building the tower with his own hands. Man, he and Zach would have gotten along really well. (laughs) (laughs) That he built with his own hands i heard it with my own ears apparently there was a hawk that would come by every day to say hello so that's why he called it the hawk tower do you
0: think it's the same hawk that he had stuffed and put in his poetry writing
1: room oh (laughs) no fucked up you know what i bet it is
0: (laughs) (laughs) there'll be a part of it in
2: this house forever
1: and that hawk is not looking good no no no. that taxidermied hawk it's not looking very healthy
2: what what if the hawk was the ghost they never visited that possibility did they like, oh, shit. you know, um, there's a test in that room later on that we'll get to. I'll bring this in again when we get to that. But it's like, hey, yeah, I'm just now thinking about that. I think they kind of dropped the ball on you know, all their investigative skills, not considering all the possibilities.
0: Dear
1: Prophet, I'm, I'm
0: disappointed.
1: Wouldn't that be creepy if you just heard the flutter of big wings?
0: <laughs> That's would be. The, that would make me shit. I would poop on the spot if I heard that.
1: Oh, I'm just thinking about, so I, I volunteer at the... the the raptor club at our university and uh and and i'll take care of um you know feeding and cleaning the enclosures of some of the, the the smaller birds but we've got a american kestrel named everett he's the sweetie pie he's got quite the personality and i'm just imagining hearing the ghost, ghost everett ghost of everett going ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah
0: uh, hawk tower <laughs> is a cool little stone building that has an outdoor staircase which I thought was really neat. And Robinson built this so that he would have a place to write and so that Yuna would have a place to go that was all her own, which is pretty nice. super nice. nice. So there's two main zones in the Hawk Tower. One, his poetry room, which is in a place that Vince describes as the dungeon. (laughs) Didn't like that. (laughs) And then Yuna's room up at the top. Now, Yuna's room can only be accessed from outside comfortably. There is a secret passage on the inside.
1: Which... The, the guy who's telling and showing them about it says, if you're tough... Oh, he
0: knows what he's doing.
1: Yeah. He's like, you can do it if you're tough.
0: And, of course, the boys immediately turn into, like, 13-year-olds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And
1: it's like, it's like, Zach, you've put all this effort into making it, yourself... Into getting huge. ...the Hulk. And... And now you're going to try to squeeze into this and- sort of place. And... You are claustrophobic and you've been open about this. And you know it. And he's doing this. And I don't understand why he didn't make a big deal out, out of being claustrophobic while he was doing this. Maybe it's because the guy said, you got to be tough.
0: There was a moment, though, where as soon as Zach's head gets in the passage, he goes, are you sure this is safe? Like, he drops the facade <laughs> a little bit and, like, his real voice comes but out. do you
1: remember in the um, the Winchester Mystery House episode? Close. Yes.
0: Claustrophobic.
1: He got, he got claustrophobic because he was too close to another man.
0: Oh, one of those, right? I wanted to actually bring something up: the switchback stairs from the Winchester House. Mm -hmm. I recently learned that the switchback stairs were actually built to accommodate uh, Lady Winchester, Mm -hmm. who had a difficult time on regular-sized stairs.
1: Yeah, she had arthritis. She had really bad arthritis
0: and needed the the lower slope, Mm -hmm. and that's why they're like that—not for ghost reasons. Mm -hmm. So, all of the stuff they told us in that episode about it being there to confuse the spirits is just—I guess they just made it. Up cool. well
1: actually I, I heard That it's actually not clear Everything about the ghost stuff
0: Oh so like all of that could be made up
1: Yeah <laughs> Okay <laughs> It's it's like the most plausible explanation or something Like that I don't know don't Hold don't me quote to us. This, don't but, like, use this
0: Don't write your fucking term paper using An episode of insanely haunted or if please. you do Just yes. quote us out of context yeah Yeah there's a reason we don't put our last names on these So they get up into the seance room after everybody Giggles a lot And, um, you know, they have a good, good amount of fun. The seance room, I just called it. I feel like such a a sham for having called it that because it's just Eunice room.
1: It's just a nice room. It's a nice, quiet room that overlooks the sea.
2: Which I feel like if anyone's going to do seances, like, of course, they're going to do it in like their room. Right. It's like I don't go out into the fucking kitchen to do my seance when people are trying to like (laughs) cook chicken breasts and stuff. It's like it's the seance room. What other room is a candidate for that, bro?
0: I only do seances in the stair hallway of our apartment complex. Oh, oh, okay.
2: Yeah, (laughs) uh, that must be why they closed that, right? And everyone has to use the elevator now. Mm -hmm. God damn it, Max. You ruined it for everybody. I'm sorry.
1: Uh, while they're Climbing up the stairs Zach says Nick Seriously Grab this And then like they Everybody s- they Just
0: busts a gut
1: And then he says The camera Grab the camera So that, that was Pretty dumb And and then they They start like I think Is it While they're in her room They start talking about Zach goes on his like Long ass Talk yes, about yes. Spirits And how they operate And he's like We age and pass away But the objects record what, Like what the cameras record And, and like he's, he's freaking out About the poem that is about him
0: Yes and so they, this is when they dig into The fact that he brought Gracie The dog mm-hmm. because they're like They're sitting here and they're like oh. Okay so the, so the dog in the poem is a poodle And poodles are The like stereotypical Feminine dog Like most dogs are seen as quite masculine, but Mm -hmm. to have a poodle is to be, if I'm putting myself in Zach's shoes Mm -hmm. and Zach probably thinks that poodles are very feminine and that men shouldn't own poodles. (laughs) So like they're all trying to like deflect blame from being the poodle man. You know what I'm saying? They're all trying to be like, I don't want to be the poodle man. Oh, okay. It was a really weird sequence. There's some major like
2: insecurity in in their masculinity going on here. Like, uh-huh. like these are the kinds of guys in high school that don't want to like bump into another man for fear they'll be called gay. Like, it's that yeah, kind of guy. Yeah. Oh,
1: for sure, for sure. Well, and okay, so then they like start sitting having a sit down at a table. This is like This is great. This reminds me of like that episode where they visit the library in that small town and they're trying to get information. They're like looking through stuff and they they're they're feeling so scholarly. And, and he
0: has like his feet up on the table and like his his chin resting thoughtfully on his hand.
1: Yeah. And so like they're going through these Books of poetry, and
0: by the way, Aaron and Nick are pretending to read the poems. (laughs) They are. They're just
1: flipping through the pages, and and they're 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 citing this this work as if it is a scientific textbook. And they're like, you know, you can see the theory in his writings about stone tape theory. And oh god, this is taking
2: me back to Union Station. God damn it!
1: Yeah, it's like guys, this is poetry. People use metaphors a lot people use similes like
0: stone tape theory is a wonderful metaphor yeah (laughs) but i don't know if you can extrapolate in that way So this is where we got the most surprising and wonderful this gift of the my entire This is my favorite episode. part
1: of the episode. They literally, the film is like black and white and they're videotaping themselves one by one in different, in different settings around the, the property, reading the poetry, but not out of a book. They're like, they've memorized this shit and they're reciting it like this is the artists.
0: Most, the most filmy thing they've ever done. The most like artistic theater thing they've ever done. And we have a little, we just have a little, we want, we want you to get the full effect.
1: Um. Um, and I, I downloaded a...
0: We're going to enhance the full uh, effect a little bit.
1: Yeah, we're going to en- enhance it. I, I downloaded an app that gives you fart sound effects. Um, and I'm going to play mm. this alongside this this part of the episode for you guys.
0: George, are you ready? Uh, as
2: ready as I'll ever be for this uh, amazing reading of poetry. Mm-hmm.
1: I just
0: want to say this this is fair use. Scripts. And, well, and we're and adding Bagans. something to it. Yeah, we're it, adding so It's to not this. original, so don't sue us, please God.
2: And even if you do, I'm broke, so you ain't getting nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: no, <same. laughs> like we're blood from a stone, my friend. You're not. I can't do it. Okay, here we go. Here we this go. is Ghost Adventures Season Seven, Episode Nine: Tour House, a dramatic reading.
1: By the boys, granite
4: and cypress. It says, "Dare not dream of their centuries of future endurance of tempest. I have granite and cypress, both long lasting, planted in the earth. But the granite sea boulders are prey to no hawk's wing. They have taken worse pounding, like me.
1: In the they S- <laughs> It, so Crazy. We think
4: that the future is one piece with the past. We wonder why treetops and people are so shaken. Like me, they remember. Did he form this relationship with the rocks? Because he knew after death that he would have an everlasting life. <laughs> well, it's weird because I found the comes. poem where Get it ready. talks about how what after he dies, what he's going to be made up of. What do you mean he's coming back? It's called the uh, the inscription for the gravestone. Uh, It starts off, it says, I am not dead.
1: Here we go. Here we go, guys. I have only become
4: inhuman. That is to say, undressed myself of laughable prides and infirmities. Not as a man, undresses to creep into bed. But like an athlete stripping for the race, the delicate ravel of nerves that made me a measure of certain fictions. Called good and evil that made me contract with pain and expand with pleasure, fussily adjusted like a little electroscope. That's gone. It is true. I never miss it. If the universe does, how easily replaced. But all the rest is heightened, widened, set free. I admired the beauty. While I was human, now I'm part of the beauty. I wander in the air, being mostly gas and water, and flow in the ocean, touch you in Asia at the same moment. Have a hand in the sunrises. In the glow of this grass, I left the light precipitate of ashes to earth for a love
1: token this year that's that's it five-star
0: podcast folks that's what a (laughs) five-star podcast
2: don't you uh, a rating don't y'all tell me that frat boys can't be deep man i bet he's also watched the big lebowski like three times
0: oh Oh, yeah yeah. yeah. i think he watched the big lebowski and pretended like he got it until he watched it for a second or third time
2: Yeah, and and then he realized, like, oh, oh, shit, this one went
0: over my head, man. Wow, yeah.
1: So so this uh, leads us into the lockdown. Yeah,
0: this leads us, this is how we transition into the lockdown. (laughs) Uh, Fucking, well, not before Kathleen and Ingus come back to reiterate that Yuna and Robin are still here, says Kathleen. They're still here. They're still here. She says, with the confidence of a middle-aged theater teacher, they're still here.
1: Oh yeah, she reminded me of a middle-aged she's, theater she's teacher. She's a theater
0: teacher, I'm sure of it. Yeah. So, Zach tries to get a little poetic in the pre-lockdown, like, like as Vince is locking them in. Vince is... Vince is like game. That's what I like about Vince. He, I don't get the feeling that he actually believes in ghosts, but no. he's, oh, he's no. here for it. He's, he'll support these guys. Mm-hmm. He, he wants Torhouse to be famous. So
2: y- y'all look, can have he's... your y'all can have your little sleepover. Just don't break nothing. I mean, that, that's kind of his outlook.
1: yeah. And he's like saying his lines. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like his face isn't saying it, but his words are. Uh, this is one of those
0: lockdowns where the normal setup process is kind of interrupted so like the normal setup process kind of becomes a part of the lockdown billy and zach are alone in the tower because uh, nick and Aaron are setting up x cams in the actual house so they this thing happens with the thermal camera that i did not understand until i don't i don't feel like it's very well explained until later. And even then it's so complicated and stupid because Zach is like setting something up and he hears Billy talking and he goes to check on whether that was Billy talking so that he can be sure it wasn't a ghost. And when he hears Billy confirm that it was Billy talking, Zach closes the door and goes back in the tower. When he does this, Billy reboots the VR cam, the IR camera, because he's, it's he's having trouble getting it to focus. And when it comes back on, there's a little pink blob in the doorway and then it disappears
1: it looks like kirby <laughs> it looks like uh that episode where they were like they they shot a, a a camera towards a flight of stairs that went up and at the top they thought they saw like a, a ghost child yeah but it looks like a michelin man that's like really really small kind of like a, a pile of gum Like different blobs of gum. Yeah, yeah. It kind of looked like that—that gum man, but just the just the outline.
0: And then it disappears. It like shudders and disappears, and it's in a way that suggests camera malfunction to me. Yeah. And they spend five minutes of the episode pouring mm-hmm. over this way and, like, longer really, really than they diving need into it.
2: To. I mean it's like they even admit at the end yeah we don't actually know what this is and it's like well that was five minutes I'll never get back yeah thanks
0: yeah. thanks, folks and also this was my first hint that this was going to be a really boring lockdown yeah. so I'm glad we did that really cool poem to keep us interested because the lockdown is just like downhill from here they get the spirit box out and Zach goes a total of 15 minutes with no responses and you know because you see him ask the question and then the cat comes up that says no voices and he like puts his head down on the ground because he's getting all discouraged but that all changes when they move into the hawk tower and as aaron is climbing up the stairs he bumps his head and uh with serendipitous timing because if as soon as he bumps his head he's like i just bumped my head i always do and then the spirit box says welcome to and that's it
1: yeah and they freak out
0: Everybody flips and Zach is like really, really scared that the spirit box didn't get caught because he's been recording with it for so long and he's probably very annoyed.
1: I find it weird that when they're identifying the gender of a ghost, they always say female when they could have just said woman.
2: Hmm. I, th- I think we got a bunch of incels around the campfire this time, folks.
0: <laughs> sounds like a femoid yeah. ghost, Aaron.
1: Sounds like probably some are... Chad
2: ghost. That's that's uh, that's where all the inadequacies <laughs> coming from, right? Pro- Pro- Prophet Zach, he's, uh, he's 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 feeling outmanned here.
0: The Chad ghost and the Virgin Ghost Hunter. Right.
1: It's it just sounds like what aliens would be saying. <laughs> it is a female. <laughs>
0: The clinical like uh, certainty with which they say that is also really funny to me because they also make mention in other episodes about how the voice comes through distorted Mm -hmm. and you can't always tell what it what it's saying or what like whether it was an older person or a younger person. It's not always like obvious. Mm -hmm. So wouldn't that mean the gender is also not obvious Mm -hmm. just from listening to it. Mm But then again, it was probably just a fucking ad on the radio that they caught. Yeah. Later on, they do a spirit box session where Zach mentions that they took all the antennas off of the spirit box, which is fascinating to me. (laughs) Why don't you always do that? Oh,
2: did they explain what the purpose for that was? Like, was that like some sort of technique or some shit?
1: I don't know. I don't
0: know. He said so that they would get no feedback.
1: (laughs) It's.
0: Uh, Really interesting Trying to figure out What the guys are talking about Because Mm -hmm. I I, Oftentimes I feel like They don't know What they're talking about And they're just saying The words that somebody else Said to them Mm -hmm. So I feel like Trying to unpack What they're talking about Is sort of like Trying It's like We're looking at A tertiary
1: source You know Yeah So and After they get this voice That's a female They're they're like You know They go right back To the seance crap And like Oh you know She used to be Talking to spirits (gasps) And now it's reversed Now she's a spirit (sighs) Whoa And, and Zach's trying to like, he goes on another tangent, run on sentence tangent, like really deep talking, man. Like he is talking about how, you know, these ghosts, they like tra- travel through these wormholes or these doorways. They're not wormholes. That's not.
0: That's that's something totally
2: different. Please don't
1: talk about like actual science, Zach.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're crossing. Uh, we're crossing disciplines here. Here's some territory we can't be in, folks.
1: Yeah.
0: At one point, the ghost comes through the spirit box and asks, what's that? <laughs> and Aaron explains what the spirit box is. And Zach, in order... Okay, so they try... They Sometimes they fish for intelligent responses by asking easy questions. And so one of the easy questions Zach asks is, how long did you say it would take you to come back in your poem, The Ghost? Which, by the way, is incorrect. The poem is just called Ghost. And I think that's a much better reading of the voice they get back because the voice they get back is... Ghost? <laughs> <laughs> like like you mean ghost Yeah. poem that I wrote called (laughs) ghost not the ghost
1: and then they they hear humming and it turns out that it's just Zach's voice vibrating the piano I'm surprised that he said it's because of my loud voice and not because of my deep voice because I feel like that would have been more mm, one of those
0: has more machismo to
2: say
1: yeah so he he fucked up there
0: so I was
2: I was thinking about like okay you've established that that's a problem and then they didn't say if they like controlled for that at all it was like yeah yeah, okay so (laughs) you've established that this could be a confounding variable but you don't do anything about it at least you don't tell us that it's like uh, okay bro that's some good scientific method there
1: yeah um they they just kind
0: of dick around from here they do
1: zach feels like cold on his backside
0: Aaron brings up zach's dog to the ghosts to try and jog some memories there they do catch an orb and it's not a bug or dust and then apparently someone hears a door shut so nick runs out to investigate but there's nothing
1: yeah oh uh george did you notice how they use the word debunked in this episode yes they did <laughs> was it there correct it is.
2: uh was that on, that was on the piano thing wasn't it yes i
1: believe so yeah
2: uh i mean i get it's a kind of a weird word to use for something like that
0: um <laughs> maybe one of the le- the least incorrect usages we've seen yeah
1: I... no they did it incorrectly oh did they he said we well either it was the orb or the piano i forget I think the which piano. I'm but he said certain. we debunked this as not being
0: I thought Aaron just went, debunked that, and that was the end of it. And then the big... Cause, cause they boom. Yeah, they, they put that over the piano
2: thing. But yeah, it's like, but debunked what? Like, they hadn't established something yet, no you theory. know? No theory.
0: There was no theory to debunk. <laughs> it was just a feeling that yeah. you debunked. But we've already
2: established that these aren't exactly, you know, best uh, science guys on the block. You know what I'm saying? So...
0: Oh, Yeah. They're not getting published anytime soon.
2: Yeah, so I feel like those kinds of details for me are just gonna be like, well, yeah, of course, <laughs> you know, yeah. they're gonna they're <laughs> gonna be doing shit like that.
0: Now, if they were going to make it into one of the reputable ghost hunting journals. It would be with this very innovative experiment that.
2: The, 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 uh, do, wait, I can, hold on. Do those exist? Are there actual like journals for this shit? Oh no. Okay, I hope not.
1: I, I, I mean, I mean, there could be, there could be like a paranormal weekly national paranormal <laughs> something or other that puts out a publication or something. But it's not going to be peer reviewed by scientists. That's for damn sure. Yeah,
2: probably one of those ones that like uh, you know they just you know you got those fake journals that just like send out all, like these bot emails to uh, to professors. Like, all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know, just basically begging for submission. There's probably one out there that's, like, all metaphysical and shit, you know. George yeah. L. Sucolos is probably on its board or whatever. But, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe maybe the prophet can uh, can get something landed there with his uh, debunking and all of that.
0: Well, he this experiment's going to really put him on the map because he talks about how this is so innovative. Maybe destruction of historic property? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but he goes into the poetry writing room and says to us, the viewers, that he broke some pens open and dumped the ink out onto the paper that was there. I
1: totally missed that part. He said, I
0: broke some pens open. This man destroyed a couple of historical artifacts to do a ghost experiment. Also, they didn't tell Vince about this one in the wrap up that they did. Oh, (laughs) my God. And this was the one I referenced earlier, right? Where this is in the room.
2: Uh, with with the giant stuffed hawk, it's like it's literally right there above the desk, and and, and like he makes a passing mention uh-huh. of it. It's like, hey, there's the hawk, you know, OG, oh, whatever. And then they never discount the possibility with this experiment. That's like, oh, hey, maybe the hawk is a ghost. It's like, I don't, know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not endorsing that. But again, it really surprises me that they didn't even consider that possibility. If you're just gonna go, you're gonna go all the way, just go balls to the wall with this shit, bro. Just like consider consider everything <laughs> and, and anything could be could be haunted in a joint yeah. like this
0: he did yeah. he did throw out the possibility that the hawk was also functioning as a stone tape like yeah. the stuffed hawk like the hawk tape theory
1: absorbing came up the this. vibrations wouldn't that be terrifying if you just started to notice the hawk started vibrating
2: imagine imagine an episode where they go into like a taxidermy shop armed with that kind of theory <laughs> that, oh. place, that place is going to be brilliant
1: <gasps> bad taxidermy it should be bad
0: from a physics perspective at a certain level isn't everything vibrating
1: yeah that is true that's
0: what heat is
1: i think i think an atom technically stops vibrating at zero kelvin maybe well you can't walk into
0: a freezer for temperatures like that no that's not that's very true right so Uh, so he spills some fucking ink and he's like maybe he invites robin to write some poetry using this ink that he spilled he just ends up writing
1: fuck off (laughs) (laughs) nothing happens uh he thinks he sees a devil face in it but it's probably just like feather dust from the hawk
0: would love to show you the image though with all of the little signs that he puts on the image
1: oh god yeah i'll have to post that it's just like like horns head neck body arms legs
2: and and like like everything else like as significant as he makes this out to be they never revisit this like even 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 what happens next like after they do all this and they bring the president back in and they're showing him all the evidence they collected they don't even mention that episode and like like or that that uh that drawing or whatever you want to call it because it's (laughs) dumb
0: exactly Zach, Zach filmed that as soon as the cameras were off. He was like, "Bro, I don't know if we're gonna put this." Yeah, in the it's like, eh, I don't know about this that, storm, yeah. bro. <laughs>
2: what, what, what the fuck did I just do that for? I was really stretching there. Yeah.
0: Got to have something, got to get something in those. You know, Travel channel's been real mean lately. They want us to to get the right. butts got, we, in We the got seats. pad this as mm-hmm.
2: much as possible, right? Like more than
1: Yeah.
0: Speaking of padding, he does a little bit more poetry and then they wrap up.
1: And they 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 share the evidence with the people at the end yeah. of the, the guy, which doesn't usually happen. And his face
0: tells me his mouth says that's some pretty cool stuff. His face tells me I'm really happy for this publicity. <laughs> Like that's the expression that I read on his face was like I'm very glad that the tour house is getting out there.
2: Well, and th- and that's the thing is like you actually go back and listen to his answers and never once does he actually give like an affirmation of what they've seen. Like he, no. it's very calculated. Yeah. It's like like I think the first thing they show him with the tower and he's like, oh, cool. Like he doesn't not confirm he doesn't say anything <laughs> like that. And then and then on the next one. And, and you can tell like, he had to formulate this in his head because he says, "Well, I uh, I can't come up with an explanation to disprove that." Or I mean, it's something like that where it's like,
1: <laughs> "I cannot
2: endorse this." Or our, no, I'm I'm not I'm not touching this, bro. That with, like a ten mile pole.
1: Or he says something like, "I won't be telling my employees yeah. about that." Right?
2: Yeah, that's what he says. He's like, "Well, <laughs> I, yeah, I won't tell the neighbors." That's
0: that's <laughs> won't tell the neighbors because this is dumb. <laughs>
1: They won't believe what I just did, <laughs> <laughs> having you idiots over.
0: Hey, do y'all ever watch that show on Ghost on Travel Channel Ghost Adventures? Yeah. <laughs>
1: So what was your favorite oh, part, George? Uh,
2: well, that's the thing. Again, this was kind of a dull episode all around. Not a whole lot happened. The very few sightings they had were just real bland. Oh, okay. No, there, there was something. There was something, right? Where they're, they're talking about this stone recording theory, right? Stone tape theory. I call it like a bunch of different things every time we do this. It's when they're reading the poems before they do the axe commercial. One of them makes a comment about it's like, oh, yeah, you know, this, there would definitely be spirits here because you think like wood, stone, I mean, this whole house is made of earth. And in my head, I'm screaming to myself like, every house is made out of fucking earth. Like, <laughs> this is mad. <stupid, laughs> <dude. laughs> you don't have houses made out of goddamn polyester, you idiot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck kind of a logic is that? I mean, that was uh, I just stopped myself from saying that during the recording, because we're all trying to listen, but it's just like, oh my god, dude. Like, you definitely did not get the biggest part of the single brain cell that all you idiots had to share. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you know, uh, eastern traditional understanding of of elements would actually say that wood is itself an element and not that is yeah, That's true. a good point. So Zach, answer for your crimes. Mm
1: -hmm. My
0: favorite part was their poem that they read.
1: Yep, same. Unequivocally. Mm -hmm. Just hilarious. It was really hard to watch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's a moment in it that you pointed out where the shot goes to Nick, and Nick is like crammed into the hollow of a tree (laughs) in a very
1: uncomfortable (laughs) looking way. It's like the tree vagina.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was funny. Um, But before we let you go, George, we have a little bit of a routine that we like to pull called Tweet Watch. Cassie, do you... Uh, oh, you're... This is where we're seeing, uh,
2: we're seeing what wisdom determined. the prophet is spreading today. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: got his feed pulled up, and he's got, like, a real creepy picture of, like, a clown or something on a recent photo that he tweeted. May 8th. Okay, I guess that's not recent, but, uh, yeah, that, thing, that thing's like going to be in my nightmares.
1: So... Aw. Aww. Oh, wow. He does have a cute post about Mother's Day. He's got a cute photo of him with his mom, and it says, Happy Mother's Day to my beautiful mother.
0: Can't really roast him too hard for that, except for the fact that he employs his mother, which is strange to me.
1: Yeah, that's... I mean, maybe they're just really close. Yeah, I guess they're just close. I mean, I mean he never, seems like he's close with his family. We, well, we've never heard about a dad.
2: There's so. that. Uh, there's footage of him in a helicopter. Y'all see that? Or no... no uh, I guess it's not him. It's he shared a video, terrifying video shows a helicopter spiraling out of control before crashing into the Hudson River. He's like, after that diesel engine garage-made oh mini God. helicopter I rode in for the Pennhurst episode, I've never gotten back in one of those things. Hashtag my feet stay on oh the ground. God. Jesus,
1: why is he sharing that? That's like that could yeah, be uh, triggering for. I mean, thankfully people to the pilot
2: survived. That's what it says. So you know, I couldn't even I couldn't even make That's a crack good. about like, is he gonna go find that guy's ghost? But. Um, but yeah, that is kind of a yeah that's I would be of a talk, huh?
0: I would be yeah. pretty surprised if Zach Bagans have has ever used a content warning in his entire life. He
2: doesn't seem like the
1: type. Yeah, no, I would
0: be kind of yeah. shocked about that.
1: What's um, this photo? There's a photo of him. It's it, the the post says about to about ready to embark on one hell of a paranormal <laughs> yeah. journey today. Hashtag and Ghost he's, Adventures. He's wearing a cowboy hat. What is with him and like this like transformation into? <laughs> cowboy ghost man see this is like ghost the kind hunter. of picture like
2: Beto O'Rourke would take you, you, you know the kind where like <laughs> the kind where you're out there and it's the type of picture that you're, you're you're on a road trip with your friends and they tell you to like get out and stand on something so they can take a picture and then they just drive away like that, that, that that's, a, that's <laughs> what I'm predicting was the next step in this sequence here
1: He's like the ghost sheriff. And have
0: we talked about this image that somebody made for him of a ghost woman stealing his heart? Somebody drew an image of a ghost woman taking Zach oh Bagans' heart. Yeah, I
2: just scrolled down a little bit. I can see that. That's, uh, oh, that's uncomfortable.
0: Maybe I'll waiting to be a ghost to take your heart, Mr. Bagans. It's by new Cool Girl. She, yeah. I mean, pretty
2: good art. That pretty good art. French, yeah. apparently. That's what her profile you, says.
1: You can do better than Zach Bagans. Come on.
0: I love the single life.
1: Oh, he must have just had a breakup.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not compensating for something.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's what you say when you've just Ooh, had a breakup. God,
0: we just got yeah, to that clown right? photo. It's yeah. haunting.
1: That's fucked up. <laughs> that's really bad. I do not like that.
2: That's, uh, that's some chorophobia, you know. I blame Stephen King for that in a lot of cases, but this will do the job just fine. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, It oh. too is coming out soon.
1: Oh, <laughs>
0: oh no you all are about to hear it first uh what's his name here Ro- at rosie j joella tweeted on may 8th at zach bagans will you write another book someday zach bagans the same day quote tweeting i'm writing my third one right now details announced this, this guy has books
2: <sighs> I am...
4: oh george No, I'm, I'm afraid
2: i'm about to get exposed to a whole new world
0: so, there are two books that are attributed to Zach Bagans. I'm almost certain he used a ghost writer. Uh-huh. No, I've seen what him you've done there. Because yeah, a ghost writer. We <laughs> read the
1: first chapter of it's bad. I Am Haunted, and it was so. Wait, is bad. this like fiction
0: or they're, not fiction? Like,
2: what's no, he
1: doing? No, they're, they're not. biographies. Fiction. They're both not. Well, the, autobiographies. The thing is,
0: they're not autobiographies like memoirs. No, they're no, just no, like no. little short stories about things that have happened to him. Yeah. And one is called I Am Haunted, and the other is called Dark World.
1: You need to look up the, yeah, the, covers, up the covers of They're these great. books. Oh, boy.
2: All right, let, let's see. Let's see what we got and here. I
1: Am Haunted and Dark World by Zach Bagans.
2: Uh Yeah, let's see. Um, yeah, well, apparently there is a third book, uh, or there's one that's listed, like, Darkness Optional, The Holy Truth. Maybe that's oh a different my God. guy. Oh, okay. um, That'd be hilarious. Let's see. Dark World. Uh, oh. oh, wow. That's like... <laughs> That, that's like uh, that's this, like a deviant art, fucking, like, Bloodborne kind of fan art type of thing.
0: Yes. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he, he
2: probably called in someone like that to make that cover just to, like, cut the cost, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I Am oh. Haunted is, uh, that, that's definitely some great photoshopping right there. Yeah. What, what mm-hmm. am I...
0: It looks like I Am Haunted was recently republished. What? So, Why? I, I have
2: no yeah, idea. Up, like, Maybe? updated yeah.
0: re-release or some shit?
1: Did he, like, have someone rewrite the whole thing for him?
0: look under related books
1: oh yeah there's uh nick Roth has
0: also has a book called chasing spirits oh wow well now we have something else to dig into man we could do
2: like dramatic readings or something like that
0: oh yeah
1: oh that would be good maybe as a patreon extra. <laughs> yeah it's a
0: patreon extra i'll do yeah. some dramatic readings of All zach right. bagans's book for you yeah um just give me money please <laughs> <laughs> I'm not your performing monkey unless you want to pay me. And then I totally am.
1: Speaking of not having money. money, um, I'm going back to school, folks. Yeah. Cassie is going back to school. It's going to be a very intensive program for me.
0: Cassie's getting an entire master's degree in one year, which is unbelievable to me.
1: So here's the deal. Kind of bittersweet. We're not going away, but we're not going to be able to release every week this this next well, starting this summer and ending into next summer. So we're going to aim for once every two weeks. Yes. At a minimum once a month.
0: But I think we'll probably know ahead of time, like at time of recording, we'll probably be able to say this one might be the only one this month.
1: Yeah. Do you think yeah, so? yeah, yeah. yeah, Well, and I, I feel like once we get started, at least per semester, we'll be able to figure out with the beginning of each semester or whatever, we'll be able to get a feel for what it might be, look like schedule wise. Yeah. So we promise we we're. I mean, I don't want to promise anything, but we're going to aim for anywhere from once a month to once every two weeks. We're sorry that it's not going to be as frequent. But the good thing is, this podcast is going to last forever. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It it just means that Insanely Haunted just gets to go on longer and longer and longer and longer. Till the end of linear time, hopefully.
1: Yeah. Because, I mean, they're not even done. They're not done. And And they're in the
0: 16th season, which is so unbelievable to me. Yeah. We have 10 seasons of this show left
1: that's a lot
0: guys and so much tv well, folks just remember uh you know great thing about the whole podcast and format
2: is we're not under contract right i mean like the the the, oh, the, yeah. the beatles the beatles uh, and elton john later they had contracts where they had to put out an album every six months which if you've if yeah. ever done any kind of music and I, and I did for several years i mean that's uh that's quite a squeeze to be able to have to put out consistent album length content on uh on that kind of time basis right so we're not the Beatles mm-hmm. we're not Elton John so uh whenever we uh, get them out I guess that'll be the case right works really well for the prodigy
0: yeah jo- George yeah. I don't think I could write one fucking song in six months <laughs> I don't think I could yeah, do it's,
2: that uh, maybe maybe you know the spark can just kind of come from you and then it can uh spiral from there right
0: And maybe someday we'll be like a certain podcasting family that shall remain nameless who can just do a shitload of podcasts every week and get paid on that. Maybe. Someday.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool.
0: That ain't today, folks.
1: Probably not going to be with a show where we, we, we say nasty things no. about uh, an active tv show
0: something tells me that there are certain barriers to the success of insanely haunted in the mainstream i don't know what just it so you guys
1: be. know we don't get any offers from no sponsors not a single one at all they will not touch us because we are i guess a liability because so. we'll also
0: like maybe you're next that's the other thing is that like if fucking spotify comes in here maybe i'm gonna start talking about how i fucking hate spotify oh in the yeah. Next episode, yeah, you know? yeah 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 we love Spotify. I love you, Spotify. Although you
1: are kind of ruining it for artists, for, <laughs> for musicians.
0: Way to go. Now sorry, now the, the listener has no idea. We've successfully completely obfuscated our feelings about Spotify. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I love you, but I know you're bad for the music industry.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, hey, uh, till then, uh, I'll, I'll still mac on some Swedish meatballs for him. How about? Okay.
0: Okay, sure. <laughs>
1: they're, they're, they're
2: Swedish, so.
1: Okay, all right. Oh, is yeah. that real? Okay, I didn't know
0: that. so sweden has ikea meatballs and sponsors. yeah that's that's it and some good try on for it man
1: um reminder please visit a national park this summer
0: visit a state park if you can too we just got back from one today
1: yeah we went to palouse falls state park which is a really cool place um unfortunately not a lot of people play it safe uh there's
0: a really great sign there now that says uh danger you may die we want you to live (laughs)
1: It's basically a canyon and... And people There's no
0: safety railings.
1: get really close to the edge, and people fall off and die. So stay on the trails, folks. Please,
0: God, stay on the trails.
1: Stay on the trails. And the trails are
0: usually built to give you the best views without endangering you. So, like, if yeah. there is a trail, it's there for your benefit. Yeah, it's there so you can have a really good time. Y'all and also have not heard get about
1: eaten. the the people who go to Yellowstone, go off the trail, and fall in the acidic oh, yeah.
2: hot springs. From Grand Canyon, same thing. No, people getting too close to the edge. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, they wouldn't have to put up the fences if you idiots would just fucking think.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So enjoy, but do it safely. Um, Safely
0: enjoy your state and national parks.
1: And state parks.
0: And support your local artists like our good friend Leandra who made the logo for our show.
1: Yeah. Thanks Thanks for for the hand. hand.
0: And thank you, George.
1: Yeah, thank you, George. Always
2: a pleasure to uh, spread the good word of our sacred prophet. If,
0: if our friends want to hear more of your work, where can they find you? So
2: on Twitter, you can find me at GC Ungagged, also named after the one of the podcasts I contribute to, uh, Ungagged.org, or LeftUngagged.org. Uh, I do a lot of uh, talking there about a lot of different things in a somewhat intelligent way. also post uh, a lot of writing up there. I just published an article about a week or two ago that's worth reading um, on some stuff that's going on in my neck of the woods, so those would be the uh, places to head if for some reason... You you want uh, more of my voice in your life,
0: and thank you, of course, listener. I know we say it a lot, but it really is magical that you that you join us every week, and I can't I can't really express how grateful I am for that. Ditto. And if, and if you want to express a little bit of gratitude, this just took a pivot, and I'm sorry, but. Reviews are great. Leaving us a review is fantastic. I think we're a five star podcast.
1: Tell your friends. Tell
0: your friends about Insanely Haunted. Yeah.
2: We, we we know our audience, right? You know, they're uh, taste makers and trendsetters. Maybe there's like one or two of you that that doesn't apply to, but you know the rest of you, uh, you all know
0: who you the are. The rest of you, <laughs> absolutely. And you can follow us at Haunted Insanely on Twitter. And before we go, we I do want to give too. a oh we're and we're on Facebook. And yes, twi- and Tumblr. We're on all those social medias, basically. Yeah. If you just search for Insanely Haunted. And before we go, I do want to give a plug. A good friend of mine started a podcast that I think all of you should listen to called Snare and a Racket that is about exposing high control organizations, which is lingo that basically is a much better, like more well-defined term than cult. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She's a survivor of the Watchtower Society, also known as the Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, And she is pulling the rug out from under these folks' feet. It's a really cool show. Heavy content warning for, like, child abuse and that kind of thing. So if that's a big... If that's a really big trigger for you, then maybe skip it. But otherwise, if you're interested in learning more, mm-hmm. check out Snare and a Racket.
1: Uh, also, speaking of that vein of things, we really like a show called Ono, Ross, and Carrie. It's a maximum oh, yeah. fun show. It They've got ass. like a nine-part series on Scientology, and they literally enrolled.
0: Like they get and into
1: it. It's nine episodes long because it took the organization that long to figure out who they were because everyone in the, the group is is encouraged to not use the internet. Yeah. Because that's information is a, a bad thing. It's a
0: method of information control, which is a part of the bite model, which you'll learn in Ooh. the first episode of uh, Snare and a Racket.
1: Cool.
0: So that's it for us this week. Thanks again for joining us, as always. And we'll see you again next time. But until then, my name is Max.
1: I'm Cassie.
0: And I am uh, Mr. George. And you just heard... A Class A EVP. Nice. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven.
3: Community-focused.
0: Treasured content.
3: Hi, I'm Morgan Spatola, the host of Morgan Needs a Podcast, which is a podcast about cats. Uh, okay, Morgan, great delivery. Love the energy, but that's just that's just not true. Can you take that line again, please? <clears throat> okay, Um, I'm the host of Morgan Needs a Podcast, a podcast about the evolutionary advantages of gizzards. Morgan, what? Okay, okay. It's a podcast about Uh, bosons and other elementary particles? A podcast about strange colored milk? It's about doing crimes for people you like. Beer? It's about beer. Cactus safety? How to properly retrieve a dropped burrito from a sewer drain? It's about, uh... All right, Morgan, we're three hours into this ad recording, and I'm starting to think that you don't actually have a podcast. I don't. That's the whole point. I'm trying to find one and I want people to join me every month so we can figure this whole thing out together. That's why it's called Morgan Needs a Podcast. Part of the Scavengers Network and available wherever you get your podcasts.